0: Welcome back to Theory for Turntables, the TFT Podcast. I'm Ryan. That's Matt. Hey, Matt, I love you like Kanye loves Kanye.
1: I, uh, I miss the old Kanye.
0: You know, we're just we're just riding this ultralight beam all the way, Um, and and you probably know what we're talking about because we are talking about the life of Pablo. We are back in 2016, and what album is more 2016 than the life of Pablo? Uh, It's been out. uh, It came out while we were in the midst of our last historical um, uh, uh, stretch. In a way, it You know, it it first came into the world uh, on February 14th uh, in a live album streaming event uh in madison square garden i mean he dropped it on on tumblr
1: basically right like he dropped it he dropped it on title tumblr and uh with a show at madison square garden but it may as well have been I, i i don't know sorry i didn't mean to 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 interrupt your flow you 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 keep going you're the best mc
0: No, no, no! It's like that. It's, it's, you know, it is kind of, you know, like this. It is kind of a a chaotic thing that interrupts itself, and you're never sure when it's quite done. Because I he uploaded it to title, and then proceeded over the last month, month and a half to um, upload it, uh, update it, uh, revise songs, add songs, um, revise the track list, um, and then uh, just within the last week, released it. I believe on April first released it uh, widely on uh, on Spotify, uh, other streaming services, and it's available for download and purchase. Uh, and so with this kind of um, both, it's it's been in this weird place where it's been both out and in the world for a while in an official capacity. Rather, he he also what he did is he leaked it himself, but he like he really like release leaked it, he re leaked it um, or something like that, uh, and then now has kind of more more or less officially released. Released It and uh, it is now the number one album in the country after being out um, uh, for for one week uh, and on the strength of its um, uh, streaming equivalents, uh, so that it is a album that is kind of topping the Billboard chart on the strength of being streamed by everyone, but uh, purchased by relatively few, um, and so. This is something. If you are not a uh, a title owner or a um, or a waffleser, uh, you may have not um, had a lot of time to uh, to to uh, spend time with. So go and check out the life of Pablo. Um, It's a it is it is a it's a it's definitely a Kanye West project. Uh, And it is is uh, I wrote a little bit about this on overthinking it um, uh, the day after uh, the Madison Square Garden event. uh, In that it is this kind of it is it, it incorporates sonically. Uh, almost every qu- something from every corner of the kanye west uh, project uh, and it is it is um, a moment uh, it 's very diverse in its sound and its mood it is moments it 's reflective uh and and kind of reverent and in others uh, other moments he 's talking about um, a model with a bleached asshole getting bleach on his t shirt and him feeling like an asshole so it really it really runs the kanye west gambit i 'm
1: not, uh, sure. yeah, not sure yeah i 'm not sure that 's actually I think they wipe the bleach off the asshole before. Or, you know, it's uh, in. You know, it's capable of like. It's, it's, a, a,
0: it's a rhetorical question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a, It's it's kind of a. It's it's kind of a Zen koan of asshole bleach, right? Like, you know, it's not meant to be able to be answered. It's meant to be contemplated, uh, and, and 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 through contemplation, um, you 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 initiate your god dream. You get on your ultralight beam uh, and, and and kind of achieve. Uh, kanye kanye enlightenment uh so um whether or not uh, you've been banging this since february 14th or it's uh relatively new to you give it a listen um and we'll be right back here to discuss the life of pablo in every corner of it um right after this word from our commercial sponsors hey uh are you a country
1: girl that loves hollywood oh i sure am (laughs) yeah you miss those red beans and rice uh yep (laughs) well come to parties in la where you can rub elbows with such celebrities as lana del rey whoa i know her i love her song about video games (laughs) yes lana del rey is at all the parties in la and she is just as sullen as kanye west is about them parties in la you can rub elbows with the kardashians Whoa, I know them. They're on E! (laughs) Yes, they are. They're also on the E! television network. So, uh, come to parties in L.A. You'll never say no more. You'll say more, more, more parties in L.A. If Kanye
0: makes me famous, can I have sex
1: with him? Yes, you can. Right on this kitchen table. Wow. All right. More. Please give me more. I'll have more. Parties in LA. They never stop. Not even at four o'clock at the Denny's.
0: And we're back. Hey uh Matt, I have a question for you.
1: Oh, I'll bet you do. So
0: this uh this life of Pablo Yes with its nineteen tracks, um, and its its release uh in Madison Square Garden, uh and it's and it's kind of in-between-ness in betweenness and in uh in where it exists and, and not existing uh in physical form just yet. Where is the the canonical album
1: and where where are the bonus tracks? (laughs) I mean, really, they're all bonus tracks, (laughs) right? I mean there's no the, the canonical album is Is the bonus tracks And I mean even Even uh, Kanye like talks about uh, On one of the uh, On one of the I mean because every track well, He drops is a bonus You know Is a, a great it's thing all,
0: It's all victory lap right But like, what I mean So what I mean the, the you question talk about this a little bit on 30 hours I Yes think that's
1: it's, Yeah that's the, the one right, On right. one of the, the ad-lib tracks right Where he takes a call <laughs> Yeah, in the, the, middle. One,
0: yeah where, the one where his iPhone rings uh, And he takes a call doop, doop. And he he also before that, he kind of is just he starts to trail off. He starts to go dub-a-dub-a-dub-a-dub-a-dub-a-dub-a-dub. you know, like words, words, words. He, these would be words if I uh, if maybe. Um, yeah, it's a song, and he even says earlier on, right? He says, All of my favorite uh, albums had bonus tracks, yeah. Right, and had and had shout outs, right? And so he it kind of like it starts with a relatively straightforward song, and then the like the latter, third, latter half of the song, um uh it gets it gets really into the bonus time
1: so what what kind i mean i think you're asking about the albumness of this album right like what kind of album is it and what, what is the album-ness? And, and, yeah. like, the album, like, if you consider, like, what kind of notebook is this? Like, what kind of white notebook? Albus, the Latin word meaning white, right? Like, white tablet. What kind of, uh, what kind of, kind of collection of tablets is it? And it's really, like, it's a, really an artist's sketchbook. More than, yeah. m- more than anything else. And, I mean, I, we should talk about Pablo, uh, we should talk about, uh, we should talk about Picasso, we should talk about Cubism. But, Like the, the song structures. I mean, I, not so much. There aren't song structures so much. There are more or less, but a lot of them just have these different movements that start and stop. And they just kind of like, they're just like, all right, this is that idea. This is the other idea. Kind of like you would doodle on a page and maybe one has colored pencils or one has like uh, pastels or watercolors or, you know, what, you know whatever. And then you then you turn the page in your sketchbook and you start doing a, a number of other sketches and and they're sort of related. You know, they're maybe around the same theme. They may be, the sketches have a different style uh, or a similar style or that. you you know they're connected or not connected by by some idea and then you turn the page and like that's like by and large i didn't sign up for title and i didn't i know your acquaintance with this record started uh with the release party and i actually want to hear a little bit about the release party but the the um My, mine has been more recent, like just since it dropped on Spotify. And so I, I don't necessarily have like a grand unified theory of the thematic content of the album or what the kind of, if there is like a single governing, um, idea that's holding it together. To me, I've, I've been experiencing it more as, as almost a series of, of musical vignettes, you know? Uh, But they're all—they're all uh, the—the thing I'll say about them is that they're all very slow, right? They all seem to be pretty laid back um, in their. In their beat, didn't you know? Didn't you? Uh, uh, didn't you have a similar impression to that?
0: Yes and no. I mean, I think that that is true. I think where you get the variation in texture is in what Kanye does, right? So that there are, are Kanye has a few modes, uh, some in which, and, and this is what I was alluding to earlier, and some he is kind of in the more auto tune singing kind of 808s and heartbreaks era, yeah. Um, and, and so he's kind of in tune with the music, um, and then there's others where he is. Um, rhythmically he's going very much against the the music or kind of way beyond the music and, and has a level that, uh, you know, he's on, like, a, a 16th note or higher subdivision, right? That, like, um, I think feedback uh, has, is pretty kind of amped up in kind of the the energy of the rapping. Um, uh, I believe um, Highlights uh, is like that as well. Yeah, parties, uh, in in LA, parties, parties, in parties in LA. Parties in LA. Famous also. Sure. Um, in, in terms of the rapping. So there is variety, but they're all, like, in terms of the actual... Um, like, uh, uh, BPMs of the songs, th- that is, I think, relatively true. Yeah, and it's and th- almost
1: like to be on that 16th note, you almost have to to ramp down the tempo a little bit so yeah. that you can articulate all of those, uh, you know, all of those... Um, what are they? Demi-semi-quavers or something like that? Uh, all yeah. those 16th notes. Uh, yeah, and
0: yeah. I just want to say, in terms of the sketchbookness, I mean, this actually, and I was thinking about this when I was listening to it today, is that it, it reminds me of actually an artist that we talked about um, a bit uh, a few weeks ago on our Dinosaur Junior episode, uh, which is uh, Sebado, uh, which was a kind of an offshoot of Dinosaur Junior. Um, this was uh, Lou Barlow's project. Um, and, and also, to an extent, um, another 90s group um, guided by voice Right, that both kind of you know they were in this kind of lo-fi indie rock of the '90s, um, and and produced albums with a similar number of tracks. Right, these like 19-track single albums that had lots of um, sketches that flowed together. Right, and so that this is kind of um, this is kind of um, uh, guided by Kanye's voices. Right, Uh, is 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 is, is kind of what's going on. Um, And I mean, and again, you, I, 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 I say that in part because. You have... I like the idea of kanye 's voices because there's the there's you know we 're in a world of um you know many kanye's right and and, and he puts that kind of i, I think that there's are of several entry points into kind of um, what 's going on thematically in the album and I think I love Kanye is probably at the heart of it right where he kind of sets up the kind of um the old Kanye and the new kanye right um and the the kind of right and it, the old Kanye is the um you know the chop up of the soul kanye Kanye, the set-on-his-goals Kanye, Uh, and the new Kanye is the bad mood Kanye, the always rude Kanye, the the spaz-in-the-news Kanye. Um, And so I think that um, and 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 I think that that's really kind of this like interesting idea of um, he like all of the Kanyes are present, right? That like um that, that, like that he in fact just as he used to kind of chop up the soul, he's kind of chopped up all of the Kanyes, and you're kind of getting all of them uh, in different uh, in different measure,
1: right? And, uh, and this is not unrelated to cubism in art and to yeah. Pablo Picasso, right? Huh. Because like the idea of the idea of cubism was something. A lot. I mean, an art historian probably could give you a lot more texture. But my layman's understanding is that, like, well, when you look at something, like, there's there's a kind of standard photographic way, quote unquote, realistic way of reducing that three dimensional uh, that three dimensional form onto two dimensions, and that's um, you know, a, a kind of leads to kind of a photorealistic painting, more and more realistic painting, and then then sort of photography happens, and you have to wonder what painting is for because if that was what you were trying to coalesce at, well, the technology uh, now exists to actually make the real thing and you don't have to have these sort of approximations. And so one way, one way is to sort of figure out how uh, to make painting as much like photography as possible and to almost be more photographic than photographs. But the the Cubist project is to show multiple perspectives on something at once, right? A, a Like something that's not really possible in a two-dimensional mm-hmm. rendering of a three-dimensional dimensional object but to show like you know the nose sticks out in a funny way and the the eye is you know enormous or tiny or all out of proportion to the thing because the the um you know and and this is uh, right because the the idea is that the canvas is not just a straightforward kind of uh collapsing of of 3D light into 2D space it's uh it's something more than that it's a it's a set of windows right it's a set of individual vignettes on reality it's a set of like individual perspectives on the same thing that are discontinuous but all kind of simultaneous and uh and uh, right and so when when picasso sort of arrives from a uh from a like a, a much more legible uh to the uninitiated beginning like like picasso didn't didn't start that for a while you know there are these early there are these early Picasso portraits that are very accomplished and very you know very sort of normal and then you see this like at least my like from exhibits that I've seen and, and some you know uh, cursory reading that I've done you see this kind of simplification um, into shapes and kind of a sort of mask like uh, treatment of, of the faces in portraits and then you know this sort of cubist Thing uh, begins to this cubist thing begins to emerge, and the kind of the multiple, the multiple squares, the different colors, the kind of the different scales, um, all at the same time. And so, when you talk about the different, you know, when you talk about the different Kanyes, right? Like it's it's almost like the the Kanye is constructed performatively, but not by a single performance, right? Like there's a range of Kanye performances, uh, both the old Kanye, the chop up the soul Kanye, and the new Kanye the kind of the sullen, um, you know, always complaining, uh, you know, always, uh, uh, the, like throwing parties at Madison square garden, Kanye, and that these are all, um, that these are all necessary, that all these perspectives are necessary to approach a representation in the kind of the, the, um, in the medium of media, right. In the medium of fame and famousness, Right. Um, of of this I, this Kanye idea, this this uh, se- this sense of what Kanye is or what Kanye thinks Kanye is. And that's what has to be, you know, that's sort of what you have to uh, that's what you have to sort of come to terms with. Um, well, it's like just yeah.
0: because Kanye is Jesus doesn't mean he stops being the college dropout. Right. Um sure. and- and, and Right. And, and in terms of like those kind of two uh, poles of his albums before um, the life of Pablo. Right. And so rather because I think there's a tendency, you know, to think about trajectories uh, in terms of artists. Right. And, and we talked about I know trajectories a little bit when we talked about uh, Jenny Lewis, actually. Um, a while ago um but it's it's kind of implicit in especially a lot of uh, established artists um and so and and i think that this um this idea kind of militates against the idea of there being a trajectory or kind of uh, plays against it right um, yeah or
1: it, of a single kind of totalizing trajectory
0: right 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 yeah exactly it it thinks a little more like or, about orbit or about these kinds of non-linear ways of kind of parsing time and space right of of kind of um uh, of of considering these things um kind of um, of sequentially and again and and you hear that sonically as well right you just get you know elements now where you get um songs that have a lot of the more kind of even, even in the slowness There are songs that have like I, I think um, FML uh, uh, Has um, a lot More sonics that are kind of Adjacent to some of um, the slower Moments of Yeezus and kind of like har- uh, Harsher pieces uh, same with Feedback uh, is kind of right Like feels like it's is rapping over a Kind of like a, a feedback squall um, And then you have a lot of other Elements um, where there are Strings where there are um, kind of These soul um, Soul Pieces uh, or famous has this kind of chop up of this reggae song, right? That is kind of the um, the, the breakdown at the very end, um, and so that that they're they're all present, both kind of in terms of the um, uh, both in terms of kind of the presentation of self, but also just in terms of how this sounds, right? And it makes it feel kind of it's definitely on the one hand, it's simultaneously both more and less cohesive than his other albums, right? In that it's like it doesn't all sound. Like like one thing but like by then sounding like everything um it then it then becomes totalizing the
1: the the sort of bricolage becomes there's more there's more discontinuity than continuity and that for whatever reason becomes its own its own kind of form of continuity uh Yeah, I mean it's uh, the uh, sonically the thing that was interesting to me was how how spare and I guess this is the 808s and heartbreak Kanye, right like how spare some of the beats are and just how you know how interesting like it, we talked we talked a little bit about old school hip hop and then talked about kind of the the uh last week you and Jordan talked about the the inflection point being yeah. follow, follow the leader of um of kind of old school to, I don't want to say new school, uh, uh, even old school. But like sort. kind of,
0: go- but golden age, I mean, yeah. and like, and kind of golden age or kind of like, I mean, you know, for lack of a better word, 90s.
1: <laughs> right. And w- and also what we would recognize as this sort of ancestor to, to you know what I mean? Like a sort yeah. of history that we, that we sort of, a history that we sort of understand and can identify with. And, um, you know, it. it's interesting because you talked about the function of the MC and the DJ, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like is I I think an interesting way to look at this is Kanye more like uh, uh, Eric Beer is Kanye more like Rakim you know yeah Th- that like w- and the answer is yes yeah right? right exactly I to me what what do I know like like uh, I. I did not. Uh, my degree is not in hip hop, right? Like I took like one or two electives uh, in hip hop, but it was not the area that I took my orals in, and it was not, <laughs> you know, not nowhere near the subject of my my thesis. But the uh, my thesis obviously was about early '90s female singer songwriters. But the <laughs> the my sense just from encountering this music and having it in the culture is that I think of him. I think of him more as a producer than I think of him as a lyricist you know and and that 's not to say that his his lyrics are bad they 're not they 're great um, it 's not to say that there 's not all kinds of invention and, and good stuff in there, but when I think about what where really where really I feel like the um, uh, uh, where really I feel like the ground is being broken right or where really I feel some the energy, you know, uh, it's in it's in the uh, uh, it's in the sonically it's it's sonically it's in the way that he makes beats in the way that he makes soundscapes in the way that that, um, you know, the, the way that that happens. Yeah, I think that's,
0: I think that's true. I think that it, 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 kind of, and you could chart this over his albums of whether he, I mean, what we, what Jordan and I talked about is, you know, what is the meat and what is the potatoes, yeah, interesting. right? And, and I think that like in the kind of can of Kanye stew, um, that it actually, it varies at different points in his career. Um, and that, you know, kind of, he started as a producer. Um, but I, then as a result, I actually think that, um, like college dropout in some ways is his is him trying to establish his bona fides as a rapper um and that he is someone who can sell an album on his own um and then his second album late registration um uh uh uh, kind of uh established reestablishment himself as a producer and kind of pushes a lot Um, sonically, kind of beyond... I mean, so, and it may, like, go alternate um, from album to album. Um, I do think that um, the last few um, have been... Like, I think Yeezus... I mean, Yeezus had a kind of, like... I had. I mean, I would argue that Yeezus was still a bit more of a a lyrical turn, um, in in terms of kind of really blowing out this idea of of Kanye as the superstar, as much as he kind of also created this harsh electronic um landscape. But I think that what was going on at Yeezus, and I think that has been going on since, um, really for the last three albums. So, um, my dark twisted, my beautiful dark twisted p- fantasy, Yeezus, and this one, um, is kind of. Kanye, the, I mean, whether it's a kind of a curator or it's kind of a meta producer, um, in that he, you know, that there is, you know he is making some of these beats but that that there are also like you know on any if you look at the credits of any of these songs there's like eight producers um and like six co-writers um and like um and and three or four guest stars right and and uh, and, my, and again my my beautiful dog twisted fantasy was kind of the first one that had like a lot of collaborators and a really kind of star-studded list um and Jesus had a bit more of that on the producing side, uh, but this has a lot of all of those um and and really has these elements where he is kind of um, And I think it's a little different than actually, you know, to invoke someone who gets invoked by name um, here. It's a little different than what we talked about with, uh, or quite a bit different than what we talked about with Taylor Swift and her kind of being this kind of corporate strategist and this kind of manager bringing together, you know, the producers and songwriters um, and 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 putting her stamp on it. Um, Because this is a like the scale of what is what is being put together and the level at which it's being synthesized um, is is pretty different. And I think just an example of this. Um, is father stretch my hands part two um and so um Father Stretch My Hands Part 2 has within it um, – so the, 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 this is the one that kind of um, bleeds in from uh, Father Hand, uh, uh, Stretch My Hands Part 1, and it kind of – there's a big shift in energy um, and a kind of ramping up, and, and, and Kanye kind of shifts into auto-tune mode and sings, um, and then a, a guest vocalist comes in, um, uh, which is a designer. And so what's really an interesting context here is that the the designer part and the beat are actually – a standalone uh, is, is designers song Panda. Right. And so that there, so that, and, and that this song was not this song more or less debuted as part of the Kanye song, but also coexists as a new song right now that is number five on the billboard singles. Mm-hmm. Right. So that, that, that it samples a song that, that was not yet released. There was a concurrent release, right? It's, it's like, I'm struggling to articulate uh, the, um, the the uh, like what is going on here because it's it's so it is a I guess it's like another way to think about it is that it's like part of this kind of ongoing content stream right and so that there is the the panda that is part of the backbone of um of the th- the third track on life of pablo um but then there is the version of that that is a single um that is credited to des- designer and they 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 came out at the same time right and uh, and designer is on kanye's label he's on good music um and so that uh like this is the level at which these things are kind of being produced and synthesized and so it serves as one role with Kanye singing over um some of the parts on Life of Pablo and then also stands alone. Um and so it was like pre-sample. It's it's like this way of uh it's it's a the next level of the way in which the remix to Ignition um uh is is way more um uh famous than uh the original uh uh, uh Ignition, right? It's the review of the premix. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he, so he breaks them off with a little review of the premix, um, and, and and I think that that is just like so. I, I used to kind of close the loop on that is that, that there is this kind of meta producerness that that um, that there is a there is um, there there are all these producers, and then um, Kanye kind of produces from these things that are produced.
1: Well, I think right? one of the one of the like the dichotomy the di- the dichotomy Kanye's. Uh, like that create different Kanye is a sort of outsider Kanye versus insider Kanye, right? Like Kanye that is sort of learning for, uh, or yearning rather for, um, approval and acceptance. And, and then Kanye who is sort of triumphal and is derisive about, uh, Uh, You know about every about everyone else, and there is a sense. I mean, if if you're a professional, if you're in the music industry, right? Like songs are out for you months or years before they're out. Right. right. Like right. songs, songs exist and get shopped around. Not le I mean, actually, to to a certain extent, uh, hip hop is is uh, at least kind of rap based hip hop is more singer songwritery than than pop music is. Right. And there's a little more identification of the of the creator with with the lyrics, uh, at least, though, though, a lot of the time the the tracks come from, you know, a variety of of uh, super producers. Well, and
0: there is a, a secret world of ghost writers. Uh, sure. Also. Um, just, just ask Meek Mill uh, uh, his opinions on Drake, um, <laughs> which is that Drake uses ghostwriters. Um, is is that opinion?
1: Uh, <laughs> that is the opinion. <laughs> that, no. uh, we, and it's not necessarily an opinion, right? Like that is a contention.
0: <laughs> and, yeah, you know. Well, I mean, it's interesting the, the opinion that,
1: like, would be the opinion would be whether that's like good or not. Whether that that disqualifies him as as being. But interesting.
0: I think it's the success. as the success of Drake, and we're almost certainly going to talk about Drake because he has a new album coming within the next month. But Drake, the success of Drake is that he was able to frame that as an opinion rather than a contention. <laughs> <laughs> like uh and and that is and and by by kind of responding you know this was a a over the the summer a kind of diss track battle between the rapper um meek mill and drake uh that was kind of focused on drake's use of of um of, of ghostwriters uh but there's a much more kind of i i think that the the kind of you know people don't even really bother with a kind of ghostwriter contention um here as well
1: because there is just a sense of kind of open collaboration. Um, well, right. I mean, and so that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, and that so that track, right? Like, pandas was floating around that set, right? right like, right. W- w- that milieu uh, was like those those private SoundCloud links or whatever were getting emailed around, right? On the, on the good music Slack channel, you know, <laughs> right? Like getting getting posted and and things like that. And that it's yeah, it's this sense of collaboration. It's this sense of like uh, whether you want to conceive of it as Like a big, uh, as a writer's room, whether you want to conceive of it as a kind of party, whether you want to conceive of it as a kind of orgy. that like there's that's insider Kanye that's like Kanye with access that's Kanye who is uh, an arbiter of uh, who is behind the velvet rope and
0: and it's also it's like Kanye uh, as like JFK right like it's JF Kanye with like the <laughs> best with the best and the brightest right with like his like like I guess Chance the Rapper is like the rap game Robert McNamara
1: right like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then it strikes me that that the other side of this is sort of outsider Kanye it's like how could they talk shit about me on twitter how uh, all the millions of voices uh crying for my head and kind of it it's very grandiose it feeds into this this kind of messianic or prophetic piece but um the, the, uh, you know, the idea, the idea is that this is a person who is sort of out, who's on the outside, who is the victim of a lot of, uh, of a lot of rage directed at him, of a lot of criticism warranted or not directed at him, um, you know, uh, and who is still kind of yearning for, for that, that approval and that, uh, that acceptance, right? Like that's, that's the, that's the other side. And, and t- that's where I kind of situate a lot of the, you know, a lot of the very specific sexual Predilections that get that get at least aired, um, if not entirely worked through, uh, right? That at least provide a sort of a, a sort of mood. Um, there's a whole, set you know, uh, and and this kind of like, and it it doesn't come out a lot one once or twice when he talks about getting aggressive or being criticized for being aggressive right like um the the kind of the strength of that doesn't come out on this as much as it has in 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 other places, but that's the, that's not the sort of the party master, the, the, like the, uh, the, like the super connector Kanye. That's a, that's a sort of, that is like, uh, uh, naked came I into the world and naked. Am I going further Kanye? That's the sort of wailing, wailing baby Kanye. Um, and uh, and it's a it's a sort of different thing. It's another aspect. It's another uh, it's another one of the kind of the views that we get another one of the performances that adds up to the idea of ness.
0: Well, I think that I mean speaking of wailing baby Kanye, I think that this is actually an important piece of, of what's going on in this album. Is that um, that that since his pre- I think this is his first album. I I need to kind of check the dates right, but this is his first album since becoming a, a dad, right? Um, and and uh, and and I believe when he was mostly writing and recording this, um, you know, uh, North was a at this point a t- Northwest was a toddler, um, and uh, and uh, 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 his son uh, Saint who is now now um uh, a, a few months old was you know kind of um on the way um and, the, the, and this kind of preoccupation about fatherhood and you know kind of his sense with his own father relationship with his own father and a kind of a sense of kind of protectiveness um of his um of his kids and his family from both outside threats and from himself um is i think one of the, i think another major theme throughout this album um and and so that that there's a sense um Right, and it's, it's there on uh, No More Parties in L.A., right, where he says, you know, uh, he, he engages in some L.A.-based route talk, right, where uh, he he, well, he likes to take the 405 because he feels like that's safer than, like, driving on Mulho- Mulholland. I don't even know if that's sensible in terms of L.A. G- geography uh, or if I'm remembering that correctly. But the point is he's worried about certain routes. He's worried about traffic, um, but he's not worried about Saint um, because uh, Saint is Baby yay right? And the, the Baby yay is totally tough right uh and uh but he's he's he's, he wants to be productive uh but elsewhere right on the on the song that i do think of as kind of the last song of the album proper right so i kind of see that there is a a set of movements that go from ultralight beam um up through like wolves and the little epilogue to wolves which is frank's track um and then there's like everything after the Silver Surfer intermission, uh, the Silver Surfer uh, feels more um, bonusy. Um And so, but so, wolves uh, again, which which was kind of where and uh, as he played the Madison Square Garden, the the tracks at Madison Square Garden, he played it basically continuously up through wolves, and then paused and kind of talked to the audience a little bit, and then played most of the rest of the songs kind of one on one or um, a number of these other ones, Um, but they were kind of parceled out uh, in drips and drabs. Um, And so, but wolves also kind of sets up this image. Um, of of him and his family, right, um, and kind of drawing these kind of comparisons to to Jesus's family, right, to um, to Mary and Joseph, right, and so that um, and and the last kind of couplets to kind of end the album proper, right, is um, you know what if Mary was in the club before she met Joseph around hella thugs cover Nori, um, his nickname for North, uh, in lamb's wool we're surrounded by the fucking wolves, mm. um, and then repeats again um, uh, cover Sam in lamb's wool um we're surrounded by the fucking wolves right and so that and that that is like the the image and then that i think is like one of the lasting kind of pieces of um of this album and kind of and um you know again elsewhere he's um you know, it's whether it's about kind of um, fake friends and family, uh, whether it's about the kind of social life of L.A. Um, that are threats or the traffic or the L.A.-ness of it all. Um, or it's Kanye himself. Right. And, and, and about kind of um, I think FML is really on this of, you know, where he sort of says, you know, um, I, you know I'm going to fuck my life up. Right. And this kind of these kinds of even the, the wondering um, about the the um, the freakness of the of, of every bad bitch at the Equinox uh and whether or not they are freaks right that these are they, right, this is his kind of stream of consciousness this is kind of like as much as he is a father as he is a kind of committed husband um uh, and and is kind of protective um he like he's like he's like but I but look at all of these women in the equinox are they freaks or not um let me ask that again let, let it echo off of the voice of the dream uh, And uh, right like the dream is like the voice of the hills uh the hills <laughs> Al- the hills are alive with the sound of
1: the stationary dream. of stationary bicycles.
0: Yeah, yeah. The hills are alive with the sound of stationary bicycles. Of
1: sa- with the sound of spinning. Sorry, there it is. I thought uh, I thought I had it before. I actually I wanted to uh I wanted to talk about equinox a little bit. Is this a product placement? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, there's that, and then and then. um yeah, right. Like, uh, what, uh, the, oh, the one that genius pointed out was, uh, uh, was formation and red lobster and, uh, Kanye and Equinox, right? Like, are these, are these product placements? But I, I, didn't want to, I didn't want to interrupt your flow. Uh, if, I, if you feel like, I floated. you I
0: flowed. I floated. Yeah.
1: If you feel, okay. So you got, you got where you're going. So this is, I mean, so Equinox is interesting, right? Like, <laughs> uh, it's not, like every bad bitch in the 24 hour fitness, you know? And it's not, right. it's not every bad bitch in the, in the crunch, you know? And the, I, I actually don't know what the East coast equivalents of a lot of these are. I'm sure you have 24 no, fitness exist. out they there. Yeah. They
0: both there's they there are crunches. They're both of those. Yeah. Um, right. Like it's the, not, it's not Boston sports club, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. And that's, that's, you know, this is interesting to me. Like it's definitely like a high end, uh, You know, uh, expensive, like multi hundreds of dollars versus, you know, a couple dozen bucks for your, uh, for your monthly membership, um, nice towels, uh, and yet still a still a kind of accessible luxury a kind of a kind of mass luxury and the relationship of Kanye to luxury goods and to mass luxury is something that i mean we talked a little i guess we talked a little bit about it with with Yeezus like Watch the Throne is is probably the real album to uh to talk about it with but but
0: it, uh, yeah, and I think we talked about it. we may have talked about Kanye. I know we talked about mass luxury when we talked about we, we talked about talking about the Entourage movie, I believe, over the summer. Huh, um, huh. Ha- uh, having not seen the uh, uh, the Entourage movie uh, and not wanting to see it, we used it as an entree to talk uh, on the on the main Overthinking It podcast about ma- 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 mass luxury and at least watch The Throne was was definitely in our arsenal, right? It was an hour an, an arrow in our quiver. Yeah, um, when we took that on.
1: Yeah, so it's not. Right, it's not like every bad bitch in Soho House or something like that, right? Like I'm trying to think of something that actually is that actually is exclusive. Like where you probably couldn't get in, uh no matter how how sort of successful a like a middle class, you know, post-industrial elite uh knowledge worker you are. Um I I maybe maybe Soho House in Los Angeles. I don't know. I I guess there's a Soho House in New York too. I'm trying to think what the what the uh equivalent sort of cultural cultural elite elite, elite place would be. And it, it's interesting because like Kanye is a is a fashion designer, right? And is a high fashion designer. These aren't all I, I don't know. I don't know what uh, actually, I don't know what the price points are, but I'm, I'm assuming they are, uh, that, you know, Kanye's line is not a, like a mass market, um, mass market sort of product and that. Well-
0: this is really interesting, though. I just want to break in, and that it is though. It's kind of athleisure, right? Like uh, it is is at least purportedly kind of active wear, kind of fashiony active wear. Um, and so, I'll let you finish your thought. But I'm wondering if he needs to know if they're freaks or not, because that's an important for the design of the clothing. Like, it's like you're at the equinox, you are my target market. I need to know whether you're a freak or not. Like, I need to know whether these are tearaway pants that I'm designing. Uh-huh. <laughs> (laughs) go ahead finish your thought
1: (laughs) well the the i mean what is there to say the the um you know so that this is uh i don't know that that this is interesting because he seems like it's it's been part of hip-hop culture the the sort of success markers sort of signaling signaling success through association uh through association with luxury goods and that you know um Right. Like our, our great cultural critic, Lord, has, has had her say, and everyone else has, has had uh, their say, uh, you know, piling on Lord for, for um, speaking her mind. And I hope they're proud of themselves. Uh, yeah.
0: Everybody's like Equinox Soul Cycle Lululemon on my pants. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh,
1: the, um, oh, yeah. You know how I know Culver City is over? They just opened a Soul Cycle.
0: Yeah, I downtown. think I saw that on Instagram. Yeah. Yep. You got, you got to you got to get out of there. I got to move. It's good. they won't be able to chase you cuz their bicycles are stationary.
1: <laughs> like the like a uh, like a cult, right? Like uh you know chasing chasing you down like you can't. You like a yeah, you're gonna house have movie. To,
0: man, be living in LA, it's like you're like it's like you're really stuck between like The Rock of Soul Cycle and the hard place of Scientology. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um that like uh the the thing that that makes these interesting with Kanye, and we, you know, this is especially true of, of Watch the Throne. But like, he seems to be aware of the economics behind. Behind those businesses, behind those luxury good businesses, and the the parts of them that are mass, and the parts of them that are uh, that are actually exclusive, because he's a designer working in this milieu, and also just because he seems to have a he has a sort of art school background and is aware of sort of like the commodification of design, and and you know this is part of this is part of his consciousness and part of the kind of the the manifest content of, of what he talks about sometimes, and um, and it it's just. There's, there's there's a there's a kind of a knowledge of the means of production the means of marketing and a certain amount of the economic or business reality behind some of the brand names uh, that get that get name checked and and to me like like equinox is an interesting you know he's sort of calling his shot in terms of who he wants to sleep with you know like uh, uh, that is to say a uh, you know a successful knowledge worker in the, of in the post-industrial elite you know you're you're gonna have a job in uh you're gonna have a job in in advertising or marketing or something like you're gonna have a job at a tech startup or something right like uh if if uh kanye wants to know if you're a freak uh, or not um if if you are in if you have kind of if you're in the pool uh that he is uh that he's fishing in right
0: yeah i mean well it's also it's like it is just interesting about like in terms of thinking about who is not in that category and like whether or not, I mean, I think that, that, that there's also this kind of, the, I, I think there's this interesting idea of freak ambiguity uh, because it's like, I, I feel like, like another, the other way I'm thinking about this is that, you know, like weirdly, it's like, if you are kind of too fancy for equinox, like there's kind of greater certainty that you are a freak that you can get freaky. Cause like you are just like only in your private luxury gym. You're kind of in, you're in the world of kind of like some of the models that he talks about in um some of the songs. Right. right. Um, uh, and then if you're at kind of, I feel like, uh, if you are, are yeah exactly at,
1: the private gym at the Wilhelmina offices. Right. Or right. Right. Right, yeah, right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but then if you are like at the YMCA, you're also going to get freaky. Cause you're just like, you're just lifting those weights hard and, And sweaty but like that that the equinox is is like i mean these are these are like not only are they nice gyms like these are the kind of gyms where both like before during and after the workout um many of the people working out do not look like they are working out like if you (laughs) just took a quick snapshot and it's not that they're not working hard it's that they somehow um are very together right like i associate they've got those
1: they've got those refrigerated eucalyptus towels
0: Right, 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 and there's 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 perhaps there's makeup on um, while working out. Uh, There, uh, everyone is done up, male and female, right? And um, as much as Equinox has tried in its marketing to co-opt some of the CrossFit edginess, um, it definitely feels like a kind of it feels uptight, right? And so that this is this kind of because
1: if you're bourgeois, then you have to worry about status, right? Like if you're if you are solidly working class, you don't have to worry about status because it doesn't affect you. And if you are, uh, if you have enough class not to, if you're high enough not to worry about it, then it doesn't, uh, uh, then it doesn't affect you. Right. Like it's, it's, if you are on that hamster wheel, then you have to worry about the, the, you have to worry about your own Instagram ability. You know what I mean? Right,
0: right, right, right. Well, and I think that, I mean, it is interesting. Like there is like several other pieces of like kind of fitness, um, that are, that are, uh, on here, fitness talk. I think the other one from 30 hours is, uh, how he says that. Uh, I wake up all veggies no eggs I hit the gym all chest no legs Um, and I find that that's like I mean interesting in a lot of ways I mean I guess again that's also possibly about him checking out women at the gym but I think it's also about him kind of like you know like doing what is kind of outwardly visible, right? And it gives you the pecs, gives you that like appearance of strength, but not actually providing that stability and strength for kind of like uh, a more like rounded uh, physical fitness of what would like help like with running and kind sure. of like, I mean, when strength, I, when right? I, when
1: I used to go to the gym, I, I would see those guys, they, they, you know, had huge overdeveloped, and deltoids and whatnot and, and little skinny pencil legs in their uh in their athletic shorts. Um and yeah, you feel like they, they couldn't box or like you feel like the wind would knock them over, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, so I found that I found that very it, just kind of this idea uh i feel like that that and some of those other themes um kind well, the of gym, i
1: mean the gym is an interesting like postmodern space isn't it because it's right. like because when you evacuate the the necessity of physical labor uh from your life then then it becomes it becomes a lot you can kind of make it into a luxury good right like there are you know oh are you like which spin studio do you belong to right like which which this or that do you belong to it's it uh it can become this kind of of this identity signifier because it's no longer a necessity, right? Like when you, when you had to chop wood for the wood stove in order to heat your home, you know, there wasn't, uh, there was a lot more necessity around that and, and things that are, things that are necessary are not beautiful. You know, it's, it's really, it's the things that are, it's the things that are gratuitous uh, that can, that sort of admit to being uh, beautiful or, or ugly, you know? Yeah. No, I think that
0: that's, um, I think that that's, I think that's absolutely, I think that's absolutely right. I think that it, I mean, in terms of thinking of things that are gratuitous and kind of in, living in this like post-industrial space. I mean, I think the other song that we haven't talked about a lot about um, that has some of that uh, else uh, on a different side uh, is famous as well. Um, it's because fame kind of exists in that kind of space of of kind of what you know in this kind of late capitalist kind of uh, space, um, and it's it's also you know one of the songs that really I think turned the most heads, right? Be- um, and because of you know the opening couplet um uh of uh, uh of of um you know uh for all my Southside brothers that know me best I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex why I made that bitch famous I made that bitch famous um and I think that there is I think that there I, I think that there's something that's kind of interesting that's going on here and I think it relates to this other side of of kind of the gymnast. I think that I think that the prefacing of that for everyone from Southside Chicago that knew me best, for my friends, uh, uh, like I like, uh, I feel like um, me and Taylor might have sex. It's, it's just this, like I like setting that. I feel like very few analyses of this have like. Contextualize this very important first line of this, yeah, right, like because like it's like in the world of sitting uh, sitting around and broing around and like joking around and kind of being obnoxious, like I am going to now say this thing, right, like, um, and and, and that like I, I I find this like. Like each, all of these that are really kind of um, like setting up, these are actually not couplesses, couplets exactly. Um, they're, They're these kind of lines of three, right? So it's like to this set of people. Um, then here is this statement, um, and then, you know, it goes on, right? For all the girls that got dick from Kanye West, um, if you see them in the streets, give them Kanye's best. Why? They made mad they ain't famous. Um, and so I feel like, um, this idea, and then finally it goes, um, to, to the third of this set of three of, um. Her man in the store trying to uh, trying to try his best, but he just can't seem to get Kanye fresh. But we still hood famous. Yeah, we still hood famous. Right. And and that there is a sense of kind of thinking about this kind of. Both the disposability and desirability of fame, but then this kind of sense of it kind of being a little meaningless. I don't know. Right? I, I feel like well, I
1: feel like there's an intrinsic there's an intrinsic component to it, right? Like right. no one can Kanye. Like they can't get Kanye fresh, you know. Right. And that there's is so that like fame is a necessary but not a sufficient condition yeah. for yeah. Kanye ness. Like you, it has to be the 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 marriage of fame and the right famous person, right? Like uh, a, a sensibility a sensibility Sensibility and um, and kind of wide distribution uh, in order to kind of have this this Kanye ness this sort of Kanye force multiplier (laughs) you know Um, but that that like uh, and and it's you know it's interesting to me because like a lot of this uh, I I really like I returned to to, in thinking about him I returned to like art school and like an art school background you know and a a sort of non commercial sensibility and, and. and to me, a lot of a lot of Kanye is very experimental, right? It's very sonically boundary pushing, in, in subject matter, sometimes it's boundary pushing, in in, in a lot of ways, uh, it's boundary pushing in a way that doesn't seem to be like like you know. Uh, Here is what I I I was early in the the podcast. I was thinking I would tr- troll you like talking about the slow tempo of the songs uh, with the question: Are these slow jams? You know, <laughs> or uh, put another way, is this dance music? And who is dancing to this? And I think the answer is no right it 's not really uh, it 's not really dance music and in a in a a time when when a lot of the uh, a lot of the music that that seems to be doing well like the, the Bieber stuff um you know with with the jack jack uh those tracks especially right is music that you could hear in a club right is like is like bopping along music is is sort of dancing and and uh kind of moving uh music though though there is this kind of like peppy world music um aspect to it now and not really not really dirty, not really gritty you know uh but then there's also the weekend things like that like you know uh jams right like um i think the answer was going to be to slow jams was going to be yes they're they are slow uh, qualified yes they they are slow but they're not really jams you know and that like to 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 be well it's,
0: it's they are slow and they are jams but they are not slow jams
1: <laughs> um, Some, i mean they have jam they have jam portions, right? Like they have, yeah, yeah, they have yeah, yeah, jam, yeah, yeah. jam movements, or kind of jam sketches. There, in there's their- jam.
0: There's jam. There are moments of jam, right? Um, but they're, but they're not but you but there but it's not sustained jam the the jam we talked a little bit about subversion when we talked about MIA and it's kind of a self-subverting jams right like the these things kind of the momentum doesn't um build within a song in a kind of conventional verse chorus verse way um uh, and again famous is a good example of this where 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 there is a hook um but like with the hooks uh, rather than uh, the hooks are where the beat cuts out, but then the third time that the hook would come around, it kind of um, right that uh, you get Rihanna going. I just wanted you to know, and then the song kind of unspools into a new kind of jamness, right? So that you have one kind of jam, and the song is kind of rocking out uh, in this kind of very uh, Swiss beats kind of way, um, in, a, in a way that kind of like lives in in something that's um, kind of like. Uh, uh mid-period kanye era kind of um kind of graduation e and then it kind of unspools into this very kind of bright bouncy chopped up um sister nancy song right um and 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 it also jams and then it stops right uh and it kind of dis- and, and it unravels again into this nina simone sample yeah right so just in that song right you have your you have your verses you have your uh, Rihanna chorus, which is kind of beatless. Um, you have the sample, and then you have the sample. Uh, the, you have the um, Nina Simone, right? So that, that that there are just so many pieces that you don't have that kind of song structure that allows for the kind of sustained dancing, right? So that that like, I mean, and that's interesting is that if this is going to become. Um, you know, a jam in the club sense, like the, the DJs have to do a little more work, right? That, that uh, that in so, as much as this has been very produced and very orchestrated, um, it would have to be repurposed for the dance floor. Um, and I think some of it can and will be successfully. Um, but it's not dance floor ready. Um, it's, it's kind of dance floor DIY, um, and, 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 and ready to be, um, made. And I mean, you know, it's interesting, you know, that Kaide's whole career has a, a, a um, list of kind of subversive or confounding slow jams right on his first album uh, on uh, the college dropout there's a song um, called uh, slow jams i'm pretty sure it's on college dropout uh, and i think it may also um, uh, appear on twista's album it's it's kanye twista and uh, jamie fox uh, a song called slow jams that has the tempo of a slow jam but the, the 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 thing to know about twista if you don't remember twista is that he is the fastest rapper Basically, ever one of the he is he's kind of like the he, he's on par he's up there with the micro machines guy, um, and so that this is a song and that song it's a song about slow jams and listing the singers of many slow jams and slow jams that could be put on, and then he has um twister come and rap very very fast over his slow jam, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Uh, and so like always, there's been a sense of kind of playing with these kind of um, tempos and intensities against each other, right. Of having these songs that have this slowness, um, and then pushing against it and kind of accelerating, um, against the, uh, the slow jam.
1: Yeah. Uh, it is, uh, (laughs) I like, I like, uh, they're slow. They are jams, but they are not, they are not, uh, slow jams. I mean, I guess slow slowness and jamness are, are again, necessary, but not sufficient, um, conditions to, uh, to beings to being slow jams also
0: yeah were there any other thing or any corners i mean we actually weirdly in almost uncharacteristic fashion hit
1: almost every corner of this album without necessarily intending to by moving thematically rather than by moving thematically rather than like stepping from from song to song to song
0: were there any other kind of sonic moments or things that um, that we didn't cover? Were there any other things that that jumped out at you or kind of um, kind of partying thoughts as as we've kind of jumped thematically? Well, I, that maybe that that the last thing for you? the, the yeah.
1: last thing that we haven't talked about yet is the kind of the religious the religious element, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's yeah, that might about be ultra light beam, right? Sure, ultra ultra light beam. Father Stretch my hands, uh, like that first that first movement um, with the samples of the the preacher and. And the, um, you know, the, the, uh, uh, just the the gospel choir, the you know the sort of song structures, the weird the weird kind of gospel chords, which are unusual, a little more chromatic than pop music. Uh, pop music usually is, and that like uh, you know what the what the religion. I don't know. Did you have a sense of what the religion is doing here? Because I don't really have a I don't have a theory of it uh, other than it's kind of another color, another influence, another kind of strain of of. Uh, uh You know another kind of strain of value uh system of value that's being that's being explored
0: well I mean I guess like I, I, to answer the question with a question like what is a god dream right like um what does it mean to have a well i, I think that the two kind of questions to ask of this uh, of this um movement Uh, is because it's so evocative and kind of there is something very compelling about saying we're on an ultralight beam um this is a god dream this is everything Mm -hmm. um and yet the meaning of that is extremely elusive to me (laughs) um because it's like it's it's one of these things where you you like for me i just kind of nod i'm like yes yes we are like like we're on an ultralight beam um but like what might an ultralight beam be, uh, and how and and, and what do, and how does it? Yeah, I mean, is it like is it God?
1: Is it the heavens opening up? Is the ultralight yeah. beam the beam of like divine inspiration? Uh, is I mean, Kanye is a god. Don't forget, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And he is still waiting on his croissant. Yeah, hurry up with his damn croissant. All hurry right?
0: up! I um, mean, it's been years. It's been years now, and the croissant has not yet arrived. Yeah, I
1: mean, I was it is am I wrong? But I always took that that. Song to be about like a post-industrial service economy, and not necessarily about, uh, not necessarily about theology per se. Well,
0: we're all a God, it, right? It, right in the world, uh, in the world hey, of kind of like, if uh, you have it, a
1: guilt membership, then you too can be a guy actually that's years out of date i don't even know what the i don't even munchery. know what,
0: Mun, with munchery we're all gods <laughs> is that, have
1: they come to boston like that is a great service by the way I,
0: i've i've read about i i i read an article in some magazine about uh about their attempts to make a wonderful deliverable burger
1: like um, it, it's not bad munchery or as we used to call it takeout <laughs> right like they, sh- they show up with like plastic containers full of food that you heat up and eat I, don't, I, think we, I think we used to call it hungry man right <laughs> the uh um so like uh so the yeah there's that and the ultralight um you know i don't know the the ultralight beam uh if we're on an ultralight beam, what are we not on, right? Like, and that is an, another way to answer that question. Like uh on the ground or on our own or on on something else. It's about being in uh, it's about being kind of imbued with energy and being uh, being sort of set apart. The kind of the ultraness uh in ultralight is like is like light deluxe, <laughs> you know? Uh, light deluxe beam. But I'm so like I'm I'm interested in this. Because there, there is a like a body of theology that's about artistic creation, right? Mm-hmm. And that you know the idea of sort of a uh, kind of like a, there's a deity that creates the universe and uh, is the kind of the original creative artist. Mm-hmm. And when artists create, they sort of participate in the agency of that original of that original creation, and it's a way of kind of co opting. Um, uh, it, that can do that like rhetorically that theology can do a lot of things for a lot of, that can serve a lot of different needs um but uh but it you know it is i mean it is interesting like the the idea of like well kanye being a god kanye being um uh, Kanye is a god Kanye, uh, uh, creates like Kanye makes form where once there was chaos, where, where the, the album was without chaos and dark, it was without form and, and misshapen and darkness was on the face of the waters. Right. And then, uh, and then Kanye said, let there be ultra light. Uh, and there was, and it was good. And, um, and these are you know the, like if you sort of if you draw your universe boundary around this album then yes you know uh kanye is the god right is the is the sort of the organizing consciousness is the kind of the the unmoved mover uh is the un uncaused cause um and that that uh you know that's a uh, i i don't know that's that's an interesting that's an interesting thing the the thing about gospel is that it it seems to Delve deeper into African-American culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of the time, Kanye's references are to sort of consumer culture or to fame culture or to, you know, uh, uh, luxury culture or, you know, uh, his own kind of romantic entanglements or, or what have you and a lot of specifics in the kind of the, the, the sociology. There's a sociology that gets imported that it, that is there uh, when you invoke gospel music and it's hard not to um hard not to wonder what that's doing there, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I no, I think that that's. I think that's um, absolutely correct. And you you feel that? Um, I, I definitely felt that. What he performed the song um, on on uh, uh, Saturday Night Live um, the weekend the album was coming out, and you you felt that right. He performed it with the gospel choir, with Kirk Franklin, um, with uh, with with the the dream was there with like with the whole group of collaborators, and you have a sense of it feeling kind of um like this kind of it, it felt very different from other uh especially the ultra light dream, uh, beam performance but also the performance of um highlights kind of felt like a like church party church i guess like a, a kind of like ultra light beam felt like the church service uh and and um and, and and the other uh, uh, and and uh, highlights felt like kind of a party, kind of after, kind of associated with church, uh, and they and they were both created these like predominantly African American spaces, right, and and that there is a, a sense of that, um, and I think that some of what's going on in that kind of sociology of that. Um, I'm looking again at the lyrics, um, and kind of moving on after that first verse, um, there's this, I think this refrain kind of unlocks a little bit of this. I can can back to some of these themes of family, um, is, uh, I'm trying to keep my faith, but I'm looking for more. Somewhere I can feel safe and end my holy war. Right? And I, I feel like that is really... Um, that's really important. And in some ways, that is kind of the go- – weirdly, that's the God dream, mm-hmm. right? Is that – it's like that the, the God dream is not a dream of, of – of, of, Ultimate of, of, power. Of, it's
1: a dream of salvation.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, of peace, of safety. Um, uh, and and that—that is kind of what the what the light is, right? And the safety is. Um, and, and again, and you you see that there in um, some of those themes are in um, Chance the Rapper's like really masterful verse, right? Which is like um, uh, the the, um, the kind of back ha- back half or the kind of middle third uh, or half of this uh, song uh, is um, by uh, by Chance the Rapper, who uh, you know the Chicago rapper who collaborated a lot this uh, album, and that's there as well well, Of just like, um, especially when he says, um, you know, I'm I'm moving all my family from Chatham to Zambia, right? Like, um, and, and that's from um, you know, a neighborhood in the south side of Chicago to Zambia, right? Uh, right. And um, uh, and uh, on the on which is on the south side of Africa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he stayed south side, um, but uh, but, uh, but but going very differently, right? So that there's these senses of Of how this safety is being um, constructed, and it's with and it's it's with family, and it's with kind of um, religion and church, Um, and there again, though in that there are threats, right? You have the the fake friends and the and the kind of uh, fake uh, fake relationships, right? So that it's there, um, and 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 there is a sense though of of this desire for salvation, both in God and in the way that God is embodied in culture and kind of belief in God in a certain kind of the gospel God as a kind of form of cultural salvation as, as this resource that gives strength and builds that. Right. And I I think that that is um, part of what's going on and, and why this has this kind of prominent role in the beginning of this album. And again, kind of, especially if you kind of, um, see wolves as kind of the heart of the latter part of the album um it's there again in this idea of shelter from from danger yep. uh, uh, of of the family
1: so um, well yeah and the idea the idea of the father providing that for the sons for for saint and for for north right like yeah, yeah. uh and and uh you know whatever kanye's whole complex of issues that he works through are with that
0: yeah exactly exactly um and well and and you know we talked a lot about working through with um with Jesus, and this will be one that we'll have even more continued working through, um especially because uh you know life of Pablo will probably keep updating. I guess we should come in and update this podcast as Kanye updates life of Pablo and we'll keep we'll keep adding new versions of our hot takes. This is a good thing though it's the the, the takes are self reheating right the,
1: the, like, like a hundred like a munchery dinner
0: like a munch, yeah exactly these are munchery dinner takes uh like uh because uh you know they're pre cooked um but you can heat them up anytime uh and so uh so heat up your kanye hot takes uh and and send them on in uh to us because they're gonna stay fresh for a while um uh you can get them into us uh on twitter tweet us at tft podcast um we always love all those tweets um uh amanda is is man's the twitter boards but we all we all kind of see them we react, we, we jump in. Um, same with on the show notes at overthinking it. There's always some fun ideas and thoughts uh, that happen on there. Um, and then Facebook is a great way, I mean, especially with this album being number one album in the country, uh, an album that is kind of um, both engaging and controversial in its own ways. That use this as a chance. If you have a friend who um, has uh, been wanting to talk about this album or kind of wanting to engage with it, especially if they just uh, saw it appear on Spotify a little while ago um, and are just uh, starting to engage with this, maybe share this with them. Maybe post this to their wall maybe um uh mention uh mention them on facebook uh, on one of our uh posts uh and bring them into the fold um so uh next week we'll be here we'll, we're gonna stay back on contemporary music uh there's i think a lot been a number of albums that have come up uh come out over the last three um months that we'll revisit um a number of exciting releases coming out um but this was a good way to kick it off um because this is really i think the album very very much at least of the quarter uh and uh and and it's a good way to to start that off um so stay tuned here um and uh whether uh whether we are in chatham or in zambia whether we're on that ultralight beam or at the equinox know that we will continue to be keeping it real